It's episode 8. It's gonna be so great. Great, 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 great. Mm. Mm. No, not working. Alright, it's cool. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Feeling in Hindsight. I'm sure, as you've guessed, we're on episode 8. Um, and chugging right along through the season. Hope you're liking it. Hope you're not sick of my voice yet. Maybe I should change it. No, I'm not going to change it. Um, <laughs> but I hope it's uh, beneficial for you. Uh, in this episode, I really wanted to share what I feel like is a diabetic arsenal. But they're very simple things for every diabetic that I feel like you need to succeed. Need might be a strong word. Let's just say extremely helpful. Now, some of them might be obvious, but hey, anytime that you're building like a survival kit starter pack, starter pack, let's go with that, um, your necessities may change. So this is what I feel is like our, our diabetic arsenal of things to keep on hand um, with you or around you to make your journey as a diabetic a little bit easier um, and can help you out in a lot of different situations. So with that said, episode eight, it's going to be great. Let's get to it. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Totally random. You know what I've always wanted? I've wanted my own, like, action-y, super spy, villain but not villain theme music. You know, like, whenever you're watching a movie or a TV show and, like, the main character who still hasn't decided if they want to be the good guy or the bad guy yet, those are the kind of characters are like, <laughs> and they're, like, walking down the street or something, and, you know, they've got the best music and you just feel like they're walking to the beat and they're just, like, owning that shit. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how, I don't know. I, I kind of want some music like that. Just randomly plays. I feel like there's an episode of Family Guy where he does that. Family Guy? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it was American Dad. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, probably not why you're here. Let's talk the diabetes arsenal starter pack, you know, whatever you want to call it, whatever floats your boat. Um, I really just wanted to, to go over these things because I feel like it's great to know um, some basics to have for your day-to-day. And although, you know, we know that this podcast is catered to type 2 diabetics, especially for young adults, um, but I feel like this could also apply for my type one folks as well. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with um, the the journey and ups and downs of being a type one diabetic, but uh, I will say I do feel like this particular episode can apply to everybody. So hope you enjoy. Um, but with that said, um, to me, this these list of items are things that you should keep on your person. Um, now. You know, some of these might feel like, well, duh, Taylor, but <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's just great to list everything out, whether you know it or not, um, because you just never know. Maybe there's something you hadn't thought about. Maybe you're only keeping part of these things on you. I don't know. But with that said, let's dive into this starter pack. So uh, item number one or items, um, it's your medication. And 
again, this might be one of those, duh, but if you're like me and you only take your medication once a day, it can be very easy to, oh, you know, I don't need to bring that with me. It's whatever. Um, now we'll say, you know, uh, we're in COVID time. So, uh, going a lot of places really isn't a factor. Um, but even so I, I have full faith that at some point we will get to a place of new normalcy. However, um, you know, being able to engage and interact and do the things that we used to, uh, but at a, a di different impact and safer way for sure. So like, you know, going to restaurants and bars and travel, I think travel is just the bigger one. Um, all of those things I feel in due time we're gonna get to. We just gotta flatten this curve with this virus, guys, please wear your mask. Please, please, please wear your mask. It's I, I get it's not the funnest thing for everybody. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's just kind of one of those things. But anywho, not here what I'm talking about. So have your medication on you, um, especially for those taking metformin. Um, you know, take your meds with food, right? So if you're gonna need to take your medication with food you need to have your medication on you, right? So they have all of these great little pill packs and all kinds of stuff like that that you can use um, to, you know, kind of lessen the bulk. Um, uh, I know my particular bottle for my Combaglize is a little bulky. Um, Glipizide, not so much, but don't hesitate to get, you know, they have, they have I want to say Amazon has these literally little cute colored pill solo things that you can fill or refill or, or medi set. Um, I had one that like popped out and it was labeled like morning, you know, evening, whatever, whatever you got to do to carry it. Um, for me, since I usually keep a, a backpack or a larger bag on me, I just throw the whole bottle in there, but keep your medication on you. And that way you can have it for breakfast, um, or dinner, you know, depending on where you're at. Um, I, when I was working in an office, I would get to my desk and then I would do my breakfast thing uh, when I had to take my medication with breakfast. And I would take my medication bottle out and set it on my desk so I wouldn't forget. Um, same thing for the evenings, you know, um, although I'm at home a lot, I you actually see my medication bottles kind of travel around the house with me. Sometimes I spend a lot of time in my living room. Sometimes I spend a lot of time in my room, but like in my little office nook. Um, that's in my room, you know, sometimes I'm washing my hair or something in the bathroom and I know as soon as I'm done, I need to take it. So it travels around the house with me just out of habit and to ensure that I don't forget. I think we can all get down with that. Yeah, hopefully. Um, cool. So second thing is your meter, your glucose meter. I say that because as I've stated in a past episode, you can experience uh, a false drop in blood, blood sugar levels, especially if you're new and you're starting out. Um, you know, I told you guys in the previous episode about my current A1C levels and my what my blood sugar levels were, and they were still very much in the 200s or very high hundreds. Um, and how I've experienced where like when you're dropping from having on average, you know, a 200 uh, blood sugar level reading, to actually dropping to like, let's say 130, your body is going to think that it is like a significant drop. And it, and it is in a way, um, but it's gonna react like, ooh, my blood sugar is getting too low. I'm so used to being up so high, I need to even out. So having your glucose meter is super helpful for if that happens, you can check 
and see where you're at. And that's usually a good way to indicate if I really do need to hurry up offense and get something to help me kind of bring it up. Um, or if I need to kind of slow myself down and, you know, uh, maybe drink some water, maybe have a seat, you know, breathe, um, get a little bit of juice if I really need to, just a little bit um, to kind of help my body get reacclimated with uh, a lower, more normal blood sugar level. So, um, and of course, for basics, like I have to check my blood sugar every morning. Um, sometimes I'm not always at home. You know, my partner also has his own space. And so when I go see him, I might be at his house. So I need to make sure that I have number one, medication, number two, my glucose meter. So um, good to have just in case if you spend the night somewhere or if you have um, a potential false drop, it's good to know where you stand, which speaking of drop, um, if you need a good meter that's compact, um, that syncs to your phone simultaneously, I highly, highly, highly recommend the one drop meter. It even comes with its own little case to house the lancet, the reader and the strips or the strip bottle. Um, it fits pretty easily in just about everything. Even the meter itself is pretty slim. Um, so I highly recommend it as a meter. Uh, it's a good starter. They've got a great little setup where they can have everything delivered straight to you, especially strips. Their strips are pretty cheap compared to what they would cost without insurance. Um, so again, one drop meter, highly recommend it. Go for it. All right. Third thing that I would suggest having is either a journal or some type of app where you can keep track of your numbers. Now, if you go for the one drop meter, your two, your two and three kind of merge together because um, they work simultaneously. So I have uh, the one drop companion app. Um, once you pair the meter, which is uh, Bluetooth based, with your phone and the app, anytime that I have a reading, um, it automatically goes to it. And it's definitely helpful to keep track of what your numbers are when you are checking, because this is also going to help you understand what's going on with your A1C. Now, OneDrop does have the ability to, based off of your consistent readings, give you um, an estimate of what your A1C might be. It does not beat an actual blood test, um, but it's good to kind of know, right? And so by taking those readings, if I, you know, have a, a 200 high kind of day, right? It happens. Um, I think about what did I have the, the day before? Because remember, I'm taking mine, I check my uh, blood sugar levels every morning coming off of having my medication the previous night. So I think, what did I eat? What did I have? There was one that I posted on my Instagram stories where my blood sugar levels were at 253. And I remember that I had taken my meds and I was drinking water and I was chilling, I was watching TV, but I had this cookie dough ice cream in the freezer. And now with no keto, low carb, nothing, nothing friendly-esque, I just had it. Um, PMS is hard on me, guys. I'm just, just gonna be honest there, like salt, chocolatey, fruity gummy goodness, it just, ugh. I just, I, I gotta find a way to get through that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so I ended up getting some cookie dough ice cream and, uh, you know, I don't even go crazy with it, you know, but it still was enough to like skyrocket because it was still late. It was like 11 o'clock at night. Totally did not need to be having any ice cream that late. 
because it was just going, you know, it, it obviously affected my numbers. But neither here nor there. Um, good to have so you can kind of track, understand. Now, if you're going the uh, journal route, um, which I started with, um, and even in the uh, OneDrop app, um, log your food with it, you know? Um, it's really helpful if you can take down throughout the day what you're eating. And I'm not talking about no my fitness pal shit where you scan it and calories and all that. And I have the membership, y'all. It's just so hard. I don't know why because, well, I do know why. Um, because what you're eating or making isn't always lined up with what's in an app, right? And when you have to select all the ingredients and try to figure out how much of what, you know, it, it can be hard, especially when you're making a lot of stuff from, from scratch. So I mean this in a sense of just writing down, I had a salad that had these things in this dressing, right? Not trying to talk about, you know, how much, how little, you know, none of that. It's just, here's what I had. That can really help pinpoint or at least trigger your, your memory of um, what might have caused uh, a spike or what might have caused uh, good readings. You know, it's, it's not all about, oh my God, my numbers were this terrible this morning. No, sometimes when it's like, holy shit, I'm under 130. Look at what you did the day before. What did you eat? What did you have? You know, that can help you kind of lay out how you could potentially do your rest of the week or rest of time or how you should just eat uh, moving on. Um, so my fourth thing, it's a two-parter because it's really up to you on which one. I really could have split it up into two to say five, but four is an even number, so it's cool. Um, hard candy and or juice. Um, now, I'm sure there's some eyebrows like, what? Okay, so we supposed to be avoiding all the sugary stuff and you saying to have the sugary stuff on hand. Hear me out. As you get used to your diabetic regimen, this one can can will eventually fall off the list. Um, but for me, especially those first two years, this was vital. Um, if you didn't know, I'm in Austin, Texas, and one of my favorite, 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 favorite times of year. Favorite, did I mention that? <laughs> Is South by Southwest. Um, I have been an avid goer to South by Southwest for over five years. Um, this past year and the year prior, I did not go. And it was so devastating for me to not go. Last year, it was just because of work and I was a supervisor at that point and there wasn't a lot of us on the team. So taking a whole week off in a new office in Austin was just really not feasible. And normally I've, I've gone to South by Southwest while still working before, but I was always in an entry level position where I didn't really have a whole lot of responsibility. This time I had responsibility and being out till you know, three, four in the morning and then starting work at 7 a.m. Um, just was not it, y'all. It was just not going to work. And I didn't want to do that to my team. And so I, I took the liberty of sitting out South by Southwest, right? But I was going to do it big the next year. Got a badge and everything. And that Rona hit. And it all shut down. And I was so sad. Cause I was like the one time 
you know, I, I gotten laid off uh, for my for my company that I same company, actually. Um, not that I don't love them. It's just a nature of what it was. Um, so I was taking that whole month of March off. I was still job hunting. Don't get me wrong. But I told myself I'm not starting anything uh, until, uh, you know, April. Um and I still had some things to finish up with work anyway, so I still wanted to take the time to do that. You know, I was doing reviews, all of that. Um, so I only had a little bit of time to, uh, you know, enjoy being off and then hopping into work. Um, or at least when I when I, I ended up finding my, my new gig that started in April. Um, so yeah, when that shut down, with no refunds, y'all, no refunds. Um, and that was kind of one of the, the first big companies that was just like, really? You know, it's not it's not cheap. Um, now, I did have a discount code because if you are a student, um, you know, you can you can do all the things. Uh, and so I still had my, um, you know, I, I dabble with, you know, community college in and out that way. So I was able to get a code that way. And, you know, they did say we have a credit for the following year. But still. I could have put that money elsewhere, you know, I'm just saying, and whatever, I just have a guaranteed spot now. Either way, because of that, um, you are literally out from, let's just say noon, unless you do any of the morning events, which I never did, because I was usually still sleeping, <laughs> until sometimes four or five in the morning, right? You're walking everywhere. Um, March is hit or miss. It's usually like really nice and springy or it's already starting to be hot, right? Maybe a little rainy, but um, so far it hasn't been super rainy whenever I've gone. So eating is not always a thing, especially if you're balling on a budget. Those first couple years, it was really hard. Um, we went to we, as much free stuff as we could possibly do um, and free food and alcohol. There's so much alcohol. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot going on. And so you really have to be mindful of your blood sugar levels when you're doing festival stuff, right? Um, I would absolutely love to do an entire episode or season, um, ooh, maybe live, maybe, 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 maybe uh, March of this year, I can do a live of surviving festivals as a diabetic. Wouldn't that be fun? Would y'all want that? Let me know. I'm up for it. I haven't been to Coachella yet. I would really love to go. So maybe even Burning Man. I don't know. <laughs> but it's a lot. So we had to keep like Gatorade in the car. Um, and we would pack, um, you know, snacks that wouldn't melt, but would still help with keeping our energy levels there. Um, and so for me, sometimes I needed juice. Or if I knew, if I could feel the, the inkling, hard candy um, it's good because it's, it's slow. It's slower, right? Um, if you need a quick, if you need it quick, like I'm shaking, I'm going to pass out, I'm sweating, like you need liquid. So soda, I prefer juice, but soda, juice, something like that, something quick that can get in your system fast. Uh, but hard candy is good for like slowly, especially cause like you can take it out, you know? Um, so those are helpful. Um, but it's, it's purely for emergencies, only right I've had it happen you know you get caught up on a project at work and lunch comes and goes and next thing you know um it's it's nighttime or you're getting ready to to head home um back in the we can move around days and you hadn't had anything and you're getting the shakes e. 
uh, you might want something because otherwise you're just going to go home and just binge, right? So it's, it's nice to get your levels back up a little bit so you are not overdoing it uh, once you are able to get uh, food in your system, you know, or maybe you've got kids um, and you're running around chasing after them all night or maybe you're in school and you got an exam and you were up studying and you're running late to get to class or something like, guys, life happens. But unfortunately, your body doesn't stop needing stuff when life happens so food is food is our fuel um it's like the gas for our cars and what happens when a car runs out of gas right it's the same for your body um sugar is needed right and so it's just what helps to provide us energy but if we're not putting anything in the tank we can't go very far so having hard candy or juice um is nice to have just to kind of get you get you by again juice or something liquidy if you need instant hard candy just to kind of help stave it off for a little bit until you're able to get to your food okay so those are kind of the four five-ish things that I would suggest um, you can pretty much navigate whatever you need to with those things um, I say keep them on your person. I really do, just because you never know. Um, even now, even when I go to the store or something, I have um, most of those things on me. Um, I don't go to the store very often, but you know, I try to have something um, so that I'm okay. And uh, it's also helpful for those around you. You know, if you're by yourself and nobody knows uh, what's going on with you. I've definitely had to direct somebody like, hey, in my bag, candy, or hey, in my bag, purse, or in my car, this, you know, um, just because no one's going to know what you're feeling until you tell them. So it's just helpful to have all of these things. Um, you know, my partner knows how to use a glucose meter. My parents want to use one. Um, I personally suggest your close friends and family, you know, show them. So if something happens to you, you know, uh, they know what to do to, to help you out. It's scary. I know it sounds scary, but um, better to educate them on what to do and where these things are than not, right? So with that being said, uh, I'm curious to know, like, would you guys add to this list of like basic needs? Would you leave it? Would you change it? Um, again, this is just my perspective. It's not to say that I follow it perfectly. Um, I'd say my glucose meter is the one thing that probably doesn't always consistently stay on my person, but my meds, um, and the, you know, my journal app thing, I can always do that no matter if I have a meter or not. And then having something to keep my levels even, at least until I'm able to eat, um, is something that I, I do quite often. So let me know. I want to hear, I want to know what your arsenal looks like. Um, maybe I might change it. Uh, cause you know, what's, uh, what's the fun in sticking with the same old, same old. I like to try new things. Did I tell you all that? Yeah. I definitely like to try new things. Apps. Oh, especially nerdy stuff. Apps, productivity. Uh, food eating has been the one that I'm like, okay, you can't treat that like a new app. Like, you need to find a lane to stay with it. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. So, until then, I'm going to go figure out my food move. I feel like every time that I get on here to record for you guys, I'm ready to eat afterwards. Maybe it's because I keep talking about some variation of food. Just, I'm... Um, like indirectly hypnotizing myself you know go get a snack <laughs> anyways I'll catch y'all
see did it again now i really do want a snack <laughs> but i hope that this episode was helpful uh especially for you uh new diabetics fresh off the the doctor's office or out of the doctor's office rather um you know this is definitely just a basic rundown list make your arsenal what you want um just make sure it's something that's going to be beneficial to you in case of emergency it's just like your uh you know emergency medical kit if you will excuse me so um I feel like y'all know the spiel by now. <laughs> I almost wonder if I even should say these things. But just in case, if this was your first time ever listening to something, you were very specific in the information you wanted to know, uh, please, if you've got a moment of your time to spare, um, like, subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes. Um, I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the podcast streaming things. Um, so I would love your input. Uh, the more that you rate, Um, and leave reviews, the more people of our community can really uh, find us and be able to band together so we can beat diabetes and help each other be able to maintain holistically or reverse. Uh, At Healing in Hindsight, if you want to check me out on Instagram, facebook.com slash Healing in Hindsight. Healing in Hindsight is my YouTube. Um, If you do not use Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of those streaming platforms, um, it's definitely free to listen to on YouTube. Uh, You never know. I'm working on some potential video stuff. I think I'm cute, so, you know, might as well put my face on a camera, right? Right? I don't know. Anyways, so check out all the things, but you can never go wrong by catching up with me on healinginhindsight.com that's where you can get the full list of episodes show notes and you know just little fun things from me until then guys i appreciate your time and hope you are having a good day week weekend wherever you are catch you next time